Protectors of the Wood episode series. Episode 30. Very Strange Behavior from Rose. Abby pulled herself together and invited Nancy to check out the plans. She had lost confidence in leading the activity and described the plants without reference to actually doing anything with them. Rob took charge and announced that Abby would help the children make gardens and a forest to go with their city. Tell us, Abby, how do we begin? The children's eyes all turned to her. Will it be okay if we all dig some soil and get our hands dirty? A chorus of voices agreed. Abby noticed that Ned and Nancy were unsure. So she said no one had to dig if they didn't want to. Rob quickly watched as Abby showed the children the trays. They trooped out the back door to the mulch pile. The children gathered round as Abby pushed leaves aside and opened up a hole to the dark earth. Lucy pointed and yelled, A worm! A centipede! Yummy! I want to see! I want to see! see. Let me see! I want to see that! The soil animals don't want us to touch them. We can only look at them and let them hide from us. The soil animals are good for the soil and good for plants. She dug deeper and began scooping out handfuls of the rich, deep brown earth and filling the small squares of the trays. The children became restless while waiting. Abby decided to hurry the process along and asked Rob to bring the plants and a pair of scissors outside. He nodded and hurried back to the house. She asked for volunteers to bring the trays out onto the grass. Six children raised their hands. After separating them into pairs, Abby showed them how to each hold two corners and carry the trays together. Meanwhile, she asked Ned if he would walk with her. You don't want to carry a tray? Ned turned to her. Uh, uh, I might spill. You would be mad. No, I won't be mad. I promise. Uh, The others think I don't know anything. No one will want to carry with me. Ned's voice was hopeless, as if his problems had been going on a long time. Everyone worries. Watch. One of them will spill, and I won't be mad. Green leaves grow in the morning light. Blackbird on the wing. Sunlight glows in a great halo. It's a golden ring All things reach out for the sunlight Hand of life everywhere Wind in the trees whisper to the leaves Waves of peace fill the air Like the hour of our birth 
As if on cue, a corner slipped out of Nancy's hand. The flimsy plastic tray bent, and the soil began spilling out onto the grass. They met Rob on the open lawn. The plants looked glorious in the sun, now shining high in the cloudless sky. Birds were singing, and a warm breeze was blowing. Rob walked back to the mulch pile with Nancy and Tiny, They refilled the spilled containers. Abby described the way the wandering Jew and the philodendron grew in long chains, divided into links by places where the roots could grow. She made a few cuttings and passed them around and raised her voice. See those tiny roots? If they're in soil and water, a new plant will grow. The children began to quarrel over the cuttings. Rob stepped in and separated them into pairs, each with a tray. Abby said that Ned would be her assistant and pass the new cuttings around. Rob demonstrated making a hole with a finger and burying the rooted section of the cutting in the soil. He allowed three cuttings in each square. Ned eagerly ran back and forth with new cuttings as the pairs of children planted them. Rob firmed up the soil so that the cuttings stayed in place. As they finished the task, he brought two full watering cans and gave the trays a sprinkling until the water began leaking out into the bottom of the trays. A whole hour had gone by. This exploration of the earth and growing things with children delighted Abby. But she was aware of memories awakening in the back of her mind. The Young Warriors Club had worked on similar activities with Sonny Walker and his father. The faces of her childhood friends flashed back to Abby in a beautiful but disturbing way. Her heart ached for these missing childhood friends. She had blocked out the pain of separation for many long years. The rest of the morning ran smoothly. They left the trays outside, brushed off their clothes, and went inside to wash. Then they organized places for their gardens. Rob explained that the gardens 
were for the whole city. No one could own a tray for one house alone. They cleaned up most of the sand and leaves, rebuilt the houses, and went back outside to retrieve the trays. The leaves looked perky and vibrant. Rob congratulated them on their success. Franklin asked if one of the trays was a forest. Abby said that they would find real baby trees for the forest. Trees they could eventually take home and grow in a special place of their own choosing. This idea satisfied everyone. Rob asked Abby to play her songs again, and the music went on until lunchtime. As the children ate, Rob took charge, and Rose signaled Abby to follow her into another room. Abby thought, I'm so tired of being scared. Every time one of these adults wants to talk to me alone, I go into a panic. I'm so sick of it. Rose led her into a small living room with books and couches. Rose told her, Yes, Abby, we only have a minute. I want to apologize. I shouldn't have tried to bring these issues up this morning. That was my fault. It's one of our primary rules not to discuss disagreements with parents and children present. Abby didn't feel any warmth in Rose's apology. In fact, Rose seemed nervous, even frightened. Abby wondered why and wasn't able to speak. That being said, I want to make it clear that Rob and I will take the lead on planning, purchasing materials, and dealing with any behavior problems. If you see a problem, please bring it up to one of us on the side. Do not plan solutions to problems we're not even aware of. Abby could hardly get these words out. Yes. Yes, I hear you. I certainly won't do that again. Also, I feel the need to tell you that I have not retired or withdrawn from the school just because you do not see me at a particular point. I intend to remain fully involved. Rose's face was without expression, but there was something almost like panic in her eyes. Abby could not say a word. Anything I say will be wrong. Also, I'm sorry to say there were more articles about you in the newspaper yesterday. I must request that you put a stop to this bad publicity. It may cause problems for the school. Abby was thinking, She can't really believe I control the newspapers. Rose stood up. Unless you have any questions, we should be getting back to the group. Abby followed Rose to the small dining room. Tom Winkle, Lucy's grandfather, had arrived and was talking to Rob and the children. How exciting. Tom's voice was so warm and gentle and cheerful. He gave Abby an intense feeling of relief. His old school manner and wrinkled face spread a feeling of kindness and goodwill. I love to help. I know just the spot. We can all walk over there in 15 minutes. And tomorrow will be another clear day. And I've got a wheelbarrow and pots by the hundred. Rob was thrilled. 
Fabulous. He turned to Abby and Rose. With Tom's help, we have tomorrow morning all planned. His eyes met the beaming faces of the children. It looks like we've got our forest. Thanks for listening. Episode 31 is coming soon. For all episodes, please visit www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, follow us at Protectors of the Wood Book Series. Take care of a mother